This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, Dana. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. All right, guys, what's up, Raider Nation? Dang, man. I've had a terrible weekend in the game today to not top it off. Because, um, first of all, after my interview that I had with Kendra on Thursday night, I, I thought I was going to freaking die. Uh, I don't know what I came down with, some sort of flu or something. Uh, I felt like I was in a coma from like Thursday night to Saturday morning. I finally felt normal. Uh, and I've still felt like crap all weekend. But, um,. Been a little better today, finally, Sunday night, uh, rolling, rolling a little bit better, still got a little bit of a fever, but uh, we're doing pretty good, um, but dang, man, this Sunday game uh, did not do me very well, did not do me very well at all, um, I'd say one thing that it did was um, it kept me on my couch, uh, for the most part, at least in the second half of the game, uh, didn't really get a whole lot going, um, but hey, what can we do, uh, I guess it was just one of those games, kind of a wake-up call. We came in here pretty hot. Uh, a lot of us feeling pretty confident about the season. Um, I guess we needed a game like this to kind of slap us in the face, um, except I guess it didn't need to slap us this hard. It was pretty rough. Uh, so I guess we're going to just go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and uh, let's start breaking some of this game down. Now, there's not going to be a whole lot I want to talk about, but I will tell you, you know, we open up the game kind of the way that we've been doing uh, under this John Gruden era, coming out under the first drive, like the scripted first drive. Um, and it looks pretty good. Uh, we had a couple hiccups this time, a couple drops, uh, a Derek Carrier drop. Um, he came back across, I think, one of the next plays, made a big catch for a big game, kind of made up for it. Hunter Renfro got nailed with a rocket that I think kind of came in blind on him, uh, right, zipped right past the defender's head, um, went right through his hands. Uh, you know, just a few miscues, a little miscommunication there. Uh, those drops will, you know, that's th- those are drive stoppers. You rely on those plays, especially whenever you have the opportunity to hit a wide receiver in the hands. That's, you know, losing yards. So uh, that first drive wasn't exactly the best, but it resulted in points on the board. Uh, we're up 3 nothing. Um, we And then our defense came around uh, kind of almost as usual, too. Had a big stop on the first drive. You know, we're feeling good. Uh, both sides of the ball, we have some momentum going. Um, get the ball back. We drive down the field, and we go up 10-zip. Man, everything was great. First quarter was great. Um, we ended the first quarter with the Chiefs having the ball. 
Um, but it was like the first time now in Pat Mahomes' 22 games that he had not scored in the first quarter. So we're feeling like, man, uh, defense kind of turned the corner. Uh, the game's going in our favor. I felt like the offense, too, for one, um, if you guys are really paying attention, man, uh, Derek Carr at the line of scrimmage has really taken command of the offense. Um, he understands, I think, what he's seeing. Um, he's understanding, I think, what John Gruden's looking for if he sees this or that coverage. Um, he's able to check to whatever, you know, they both kind of agree on. Um, I'm sure they have that the whole time because, I mean, you'll hear him if he doesn't change the play. Um, he pretty much calls out, we're good, we're good. Uh, so he might have a few different options to be able to check to uh, depending on what he gets. Things look good first first quarter. Uh, so the first play of the second quarter starts off with a bomb, I guess, into the end zone. Bam, touchdown. We're like, okay, shoot. Shortly after that, um, that's kind of just where we just started going three and out, three and out, three and out, punt, punt, punt. And I kind of blacked out, I think, at some point during the second quarter. I really don't even remember what happened. Um, I remember a third and 20. I remember a third and 20. Third and freaking 20. Touchdown. I remember there was even now at one point, this, I don't know if this is the second or the third quarter, it was like a third and 14 or a third and 17. If it wasn't for a holding penalty calling the playback, it would have been a touchdown too. Dude, we're getting torched on like long down and distances. Like it's not like it's second and two or, you know, I mean, even first and 10 where we're trying to just play like the short game and we're getting burnt over the top. No, these are... I mean, we know it's going to be at least a long pass. Like, you're expecting to go deep, and we're still getting toasted. That was a no Tyree kill. That was a no Tyree kill. Absolutely nuts. Um, man, but some takeaways. Um, I will tell you, Josh Jacobs came away, uh, played some really good ball. Um, his his uh, big run that he broke out on, uh, if you guys noticed, he didn't choose, I mean, what he turned that thing up was like over 50 yards. Um, and he had a choice, basically he had two defenders kind of squaring up on him, had an angle on him. He could have just trotted right out of bounds. He had 50 yards picked up. No, he turned it upfield, lowered his shoulder into the defender and picked up a few more yards, man. Um, the dude's an absolute animal. Um, and we were down, man. We were, I mean, the game wasn't on the line. Uh, the dude was just running his heart out. Um, and that was pretty cool to see. Um, and even Darren Waller, man, um, uh, shoot. I mean, he had a, he hurled for a first down at one point. Uh, Darren Waller also, um, on a side note for Darren Waller, his new album dropped. Um, not sure exactly where all of it's found yet, but I know it's on Spotify. Um, you can look it up. It's his name's under his artist name is D wall. Um, and he dropped his, he has one album from a couple years ago and then he has the new one. It's called wall street. Um, check it out, man. It goes, goes pretty hard, man. One of his buddies hit me up, had me uh, push it on Twitter. Um, I mean, it's not really my type of music, but um, I'm digging it. I was digging it. I mean, I could feel it. I listened to the whole album. It was pretty sweet, man. Uh, shout out to Darren Waller for, you know, finding his niche and things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, some of those guys really contributing. Um, I noticed Tyro Williams after his touchdown catch dealt with some back tightness. Um, he seemed to get back into the game a little bit, but he was in and out. He went back to the locker room at one point, then got back in the game. Um, so that might be something to track. He might be practicing on a limited basis a little bit. Um, and our defense, man, not even just our defense getting burnt, Man, they were just getting hurt, too. I mean, Gary on Conley had a couple times um, where he was kind of getting rolled up on. Daryl Worley. Um, I don't think, think Daryl Worley got hurt. Um, I think he took that knee uh, to kind of, like, sit a play out because I think that dude was dead tired. Um, and if you guys notice what we did back there at safety, Curtis Riley, I think, was technically the starter, but we had a lot of Daryl Worley back there at safety. 
which was a first for him. And if you guys noticed on that first touchdown, uh, that was his miscommunication. He should have had that guy. Um, he rolled out into like almost triple coverage on this guy on the other side of the field instead of picking up the wide open guy on his own side of the field. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's what we should expect whenever you get a guy that is not an actual safety. He's, he's played corner pretty much his whole life. Um, I think he does have the ability to play safety. I like the way he plays because he, he's normally a soft player. He's not a guy that gets up um, press coverage on the line and bumps and runs with a guy. Um, he likes to play soft. So maybe in this particular matchup, um, if you noticed, our defense played like a lot of press man, almost too much. I think it was like really killing us. I mean, this man, our, our guys are just getting toasted man coverage. It was almost ridiculous. Um, at some point, I mean, I guess you'd see Mahomes probably picking us apart in zone. And Travis Kelsey, man, I think any time that they needed to move the ball, Travis Kelsey was almost open every single time. Uh, Carl Joseph being on him is not okay ever, ever, ever. Um, LaMarcus Joyner, man, um, really struggled in the slot, especially against guys that, in my opinion, aren't that big of slot threats on this team. There's a lot more, lot more talented guys in the slot that we have to worry about, uh, let alone some of the guys on this Kansas City team. Um, but... I will apologize here if I do still sound sick. Uh, I'm trying to get through all this stuff, man. It's crazy. I wish I could just get a normal podcast through here with a normal voice anytime soon. Hopefully this next one for you guys, but appreciate you sticking through it with me. Um, but yeah, really what it comes down to was our defense. Aye, aye, aye. Um, I get it. I mean, they were on the field quite a bit, especially in that second quarter. But at some point, I mean, goodness, that's where we lost the game. That's really where we lost the game. I mean, I do get it. 198 passing yards against this Kansas City defense, definitely not acceptable. Definitely not acceptable. But whenever it comes across, man, and Pat Mahomes is toasting us for 443 passing yards, how are we expected to match that? Like, are you really expecting us to put up a shootout at this point? I mean, yeah, I get it. Our offense has improved. Hopefully our defense has improved too. Uh, Didn't show it today. Um, But our offense, I don't think at this point, is geared to just blow it wide open. It's really not. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not Kansas City style to where they've been running this thing for a while um, and they can just blow the top off the sucker because they have that speed. And really, that's still what we're lacking is speed. Um, we got some good players. We have some good playmakers. Um, but as you can tell today, we, as usual, seem to lack some separation. Tyrell Williams has been playing pretty well. Hunter Renfro is great, um, but speed is definitely not his go-to. J.J. Nelson is our speedster, but he is not there. He was ruled out with an ankle injury. Um, and then when it comes to guys like Ryan Grant, um, and that's really, I think, what it comes down to for our wide receivers, man. We got Tyrell Williams, who I think can be a true wide receiver one. We don't really have a wide receiver two right now. Ryan Grant's kind of like a, like a Seth Roberts, you know, kind of player. He's not a wide receiver two. We have Hunter Renfro. He's not a wide receiver two. You let him get in there, and he's kind of he's still kind of doing the same thing. He reads the coverages and he kind of falls into his pocket and, you know, just looks for that ball to come flying in there. So hopefully maybe JJ Nelson could step up in there and rotate in with Ryan Grant. Um, and they can both combine as a wide receiver too. But overall this, man, this team is just not equipped for it. So, um, at the end of the day, I mean, we still ended up, I mean, going for 19 first downs. Um, I mean, our play totals were pretty close. Uh, the Kansas city chiefs ran 68. We ran 60 total yards completely outweighed. They had 464. We had 307, um, 11 total drives each. Um, and then it was the passing and the rushing, which was kind of like way off the wall. 
Um, as much as the Kansas City Chiefs tore us up in the air, they only had 31 rushing yards against us. And I guess that's because they really didn't have any chances to run it because they kept just throwing bombs into the end zone. Um, but we had 129 rushing yards. That was a good thing on the ground. And then not even getting 200 in the air, um, that kind of hurt us. But yeah, they put up uh, 433 total passing yards on us, um, which is absolutely nuts. Time of possession, they still ruled. Um, even with their big explosive plays, um, we had way too many three and outs that just pretty much killed it. But man, this game was just, oh, it was deflating. I mean, it, it sucked all the energy out of me. Um, this was something that we've kind of been working up for because we had this big opening game against Denver. Um, we're thinking, okay, you know, that was a good start. We knew Denver wasn't the real deal, but we hoped that, you know, if we came in in Kansas City and we beat Kansas City, then we felt like we're the real deal. Um, so I think it kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit, but hopefully these guys cannot take it like that, get back in, work harder, know what they need to fix, um, and really turn this thing around. I mean, because obviously something needs to get done. It needs to get done quick. Um, and although I'm, I'm already getting tired of talking about this game, we got a lot more to talk about, and I, I'm, I don't want to talk about it by myself no more, so we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. And when we come back, I'm going to bring in Kenny King Jr., and we're going to take some of these phone calls that we got. Be right back. There are countless ways to keep on what's happening in the world of sports. But how are you supposed to read every great article? How are you supposed to watch every awesome highlight without losing time in your busy day? Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. Now coming to the stage, Axios Sports. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. Each morning, you'll see the best stories from around the sports world from the NBA and NFL to niche sports like cricket and ping pong. The email newsletter highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up. Sports.axios.com. Axios Sports is clean, crisp, and gives you everything you need to know. Read it in five minutes in the elevator or discover a deep dive article while you're on the train to work. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the cool person sharing an amazing link with your friends and coworkers. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. Do yourself and your time a favor. Sign up for the Axios Sports newsletter for free at sports.axios.com. Seriously, I subscribe to it and it makes me feel more informed without spending time clicking through websites, apps, and social media platforms. Again, try it for free at sports.axios.com. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse, Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. The same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED, if appropriate, from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You can handle everything online in a convenient, discreet manner. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. If your doctor decides that treatment would be appropriate, they can prescribe you genuine medication that can be delivered in a discreet packaging right to your front door with free two-day shipping. Guys, go talk to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out. With Roman, 
it's easy to connect with a doctor. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. And we're back and joining me now is my brother, Kenny King. Man, what's going on, dude? Man, what's up, dog? It's a little somber night tonight, man. I'm not going to lie to you. A little different attitude, bro, for sure. Um, But... Uh, we got a couple things in common here. I almost died over the weekend to a fever. How's the, how's the little one doing? He's doing good. You know, he was uh, running around, eating everything, yelling, watching the game with me, getting just as pissed off as I was. So, uh, he's good. He's, you know, the fever, the fever broke a little bit, but, um, you know, definitely saved me from going out to the Coliseum today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know. It sucks. It sucks. Um, we always say we like the experience more than the actual game, but you never want to go to a game like that, man. It sucks. Ah, oh, man. You know, I I wish that I could always make everything rainbows and, and lollipops, but uh, it's not <laughs> me. And, you know, when when stuff goes bad, uh, I get mad. And, you know, luckily I have a voice tonight because otherwise, uh, if I would have went, I probably wouldn't have been able to talk. <laughs> exactly. Dude. That's what I'm saying. But for me, I've been Raider Coldy for like the last like... <laughs> Dude. four episodes i can't shake this dude i get like a cold then i lose my voice and then i get like this weird like fever coming on and then now today i'm just like in the aftermath of what i feel like i feel like i've been in like in a coma for like three days so i don't even know what to think bro <laughs> you just need hot toddies every day <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot man kitty king man i broke down the game a little bit about what happened i didn't think that there was much to talk about but we got some phone callers here. We got like six total phone calls. Man. Uh, sometimes I like to listen to them beforehand. These, I just, no offense, I didn't care to because I figured, you know, not that they sucked, but we <laughs> we, we sucked. So it kind of, it automatically makes them suck. So let's, oh, yeah. uh, you want to take this first phone caller, man? Let's get it. What's going on, man? Uh, this is Denny Verducci. Um, just got done uh, watching this debacle of a football game here. But I will say that it's okay. It's one. Hold on a second. Is this guy, did he not listen to our last Dude. whatever episode? Did he not learn? I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm hoping he acknowledges me. I'm like, dog. Denny Verducci, bro, let this be a warning. One more call. I'm going to play your phone call this time, but if you don't acknowledge the king next time you call in, I'll, I'll delete the, I'll, I won't even listen to the rest of it, man. I'll, I'll just swipe, was it swipe left? How's that app work? Oh, I don't know. I've been, <laughs> I've been in a oh, relationship wait. for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so what I have to tell us, let's, let's play the rest of this. Denny. Game. I'm not hitting the panic button yet. We split our first two and I was, before the season started, I would be okay going one and one. Uh, now we hit the road, but a lot of Raider fans are freaking out because our secondary looked terrible, which they absolutely did. But what people are failing to realize is that in the NFL, you can literally look like a different team week to week. All right. Yep. So this was one week. This was one bad game. Our offense played like shit. Um, our defense. Did not play well. Uh, we had no pass rush, and our secondary got torched uh, all game. But like I said, it's one game, so I am keeping the faith. I am by no means 
saying that, uh, you know, this is a loss of the season and we should just tank the rest of the year, like a lot of people on Twitter are saying. <laughs> we win in Minnesota and we're 2-1. and one. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So my question to you, Raider Cody, is... And Kenny King. How are you feeling? Uh, how do you feel about this upcoming road trip? Because I feel like we can actually win a majority of these road games. Keep the faith, Raider Nation. I'm out. How I'm feeling is a little lightheaded, um, <laughs> a little congested, but I'm not really sure exactly what that's from. I don't know. I don't I'm think that's up. what he meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, about the game? About the game? Okay. Because if he's asking how I'm really feeling, I'm not feeling very good, but it's all right. Um, Man, Kenny King, uh, you know, man, it, it sucks because... Um, I'd kind of mentioned this already. We, we we went in this game and we thought it was going to be like a turning point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, we 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 got our jump start. We beat the Broncos. Um, they weren't the best team. We knew that, um, but it was just you know kind of a jump start to get into the season. Playing the Chiefs week two still wasn't ideal, but coming off a win, we're like, man, if we can just start off two and zero with the Kansas City Chiefs, we're into this thing. So I'm feeling right. a little not disappointed, but. Um, kind of semi expected it you know i wanted us to win but uh that was hard this was gonna be tough i mean that would have made us like bam that would put us over the top so uh that w- it was a tough feat man but yeah i'm with them i mean look i hate to say it. I mean, the chiefs are a good team you know they were they were a play out of the super bowl last year uh you know you've got the reigning mvp and pat mahomes and They've got an explosive offense. That's what they. That's what they have. They have a lot of speed. And if you don't put yourself in position, they're going to beat you. And that's what they did. When you put Carl Joseph on Travis Kelsey, he's going to beat you. He's done it every single time. I don't know why we haven't learned. Why we haven't made adjustments. Why Carl Joseph is still on Kelsey. <laughs> it, like it, it just it baffles me. So yeah, I mean, trust me, it pisses me off. Now, can we go in and, and can we turn things around? Yeah, we can. Now, this week it's it's going to be tough. We've got we, we've got Stephon Diggs, we've got Adam Thielen that we're going to face, and they've got a good squad. You know, Kirk Cousins isn't the greatest quarterback, but you know he's still good and he's got good receivers. They've got a they've got a well run team. They're they're a team that'll be looking at the playoffs. So I think that this is an opportunity for us to make a statement on that on that road game. But you know, looking at the stretch. I think there are some opportunities, you know, and and at the end of the day, look, the Chargers lost, the Broncos lost, the Chiefs and the Raiders are both one, or no, the Chiefs are 2-0, the Raiders are 1-1, we're number two in the division right now, like, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Exactly, exactly, rough game, season's not over, let's uh, let's take this next phone caller, man. Yo, what is up, Raider Cody, this is Daniel. Twitter name Dan Silas nineteen. Can't forget about Kenny King. There we go. <laughs> Calling you guys after this uh, and this loss against the Chiefs. I mean, it was a tell of two stories, or should I say, a tell of two quarters. And I'm all excited. Raiders open it up ten and zero. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get a nice a goose egg on the first quarter. Two consecutive three and outs. I thought we were going for it, and the second quarter came and. The third and fourth quarter, both teams laid two eggs. So just a few takeaways that I take from today's game. And one of the things I will not do is panic like the rest of the Raider Nation is right now. I mean, <laughs> it's just one game. 
I mean, there's a lot of lessons learned from this game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid got our number, that's for sure. So, two interceptions by Derek Carr, unacceptable. But at the same time, I mean, Tyra Williams has got to do better at the line of scrimmage. She got owned by the defensive back. But at the same time, Derek Carr audibles. He should have just stuck with the run play. And then the second interception, I mean, my God, I mean, he just, I was writing grand blocking, but yet Derek Hart threw to him. I just mm. read this on Twitter. It's embarrassing, yeah. so. But whatever. We're one and one, just as I expected, actually. This was my prediction. Uh, open up against a win against Broncos and a loss against the Chiefs. So, as long as uh, we can handle it on the road against uh, Minnesota, I think we'll be good. So, uh, my question to you is, does Derek Hart bounce back week three? What are your thoughts? Um, all right, I'll leave it at that. Uh, hopefully we get the dub next week, and I'll be for- looking forward to listening to your guys' podcast. Thank you, and I'm out. Yeah, there we go. See, that's how you call in the proper way. Uh, introduce yourself to both me and Kenny. Good stuff. See, they're getting the hang of it. They're getting the hang of it. Um, it's not hard. It's really not. It's pretty simple, guys. Um, but... Man, uh, before I, I'm, I, Kenny, I'll let you answer that last question, but I'm going to say, uh, going off your Pat Mahomes comment, something that popped in my head was, man, I don't know why, I don't know if I'm the only one that sees this. I mean, everyone sees, uh, I guess, uh, what is it? Butterflies and lollipops. Well, how's that saying go? Rainbows see, and lollipops. I rainbows think. and lollipops with uh, Patrick Mahomes all the time. Uh, but for whatever reason, the last few times that he's played us, I've seen a lot of Bad throws, a lot of bad mm-hmm. throws, overthrows, missing wide open guys, um, and I saw it again today. And I thought that was yeah. going to be kind of a turning point. Like, hey, maybe we got a defense now to take advantage of this. I remember last year we dropped two interceptions from him. This year we had one go right through Conley's hands. Of, of yep. course, I mean that would that was a tough. I mean, if he was going to pick that off, that would have been, I mean, probably the interception of like the month easily. Um, so I mean, I'm not really going to put that on him, but. Um, I will say, Pat Mahomes, it, I mean, yeah, he makes those magical throws, but I mean, he's not, it's not like he's on point all the time. Uh, I felt like we could have taken advantage of that, like, absolutely. But, um, Kenny King, I'll, I'll let you cover that, uh, that, that play, that um, offensive pass interference play on the player that we we're throwing yeah. the ball to. You, you want to hit on that, <clears throat> man? Yeah, and I, I think Derek touched on it when he said, you know, um, they called it on Ryan Grant. Uh, saying that he was he ran a pick on the safety and he was throwing it to Ryan Grant. He goes, well, if he was blocking, why would I throw the ball to him? And he said that the ref had no answer for that. So, you know, the problem is this ref he he's got he's got kind of a hard on for the Raiders. And uh, every time the Raiders play and he officiates that game, um, he always he always you know has it ingrained in his skull that he's got to come at us hard. And, you know, he, he's definitely, you know, Clay Martin, I would say, is he's definitely up there with Jeff Triplett or, or Walt Coleman and as far as, you know, his his distaste for Raiders. So, you know, yeah, the interceptions suck, obviously. And, you know, you never want to see your quarterback throw a pick. But at the same time, you know, um, you look at you look at the plays and in, in, in which they were they were done uh, both. You know, one was an audible. One was a pick. Um you know, or was called a pick, Um, you know, it's an interception. It happened. You know, we move on. I think that, you know, obviously Carr is going to go back and study tape with Gruden and they'll probably watch hours of film. And uh, I think he will bounce back from it because he generally does afterwards. So, yeah, that was uh, one of of many 
if he calls. Um, I hate to even bring up now the uh, the Max Crosby penalty. Oh, Goodness God. gracious, bro! I mean, I thought that was an awesome play. I, I mean, I jumped off the couch uh, like a madman because I thought Mad Max just went nuts. Like, dude, like, I mean, he was play. in his face, man. And I didn't see the aftermath, but even watching it in slow mo, like, what do you expect the guy to do? Like, because his feet came off the ground like a couple inches, he's I mean, going forward. I mean, he he's didn't not drive in the his body into him. He just fell. Didn't no. drive his body into him. It's freaking crazy. What else? And they're he do? acting. I mean, come on. Pat Mahomes isn't a little guy. I think he can handle the hit. He took it just fine. It's just the ref for whatever reason. I don't know. Madden cover boy, whatever the deal is. Goodness gracious. <sighs> Kenny, let's take this next phone caller, man. Ha 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 ha! Oh my god, the Raiders suck. Hmm. Fuck yeah! Cry, bitch. Derek Carr. Where's mascara? He cries, and so do you, Cody. You pussy. Wow, interesting. Must be uh, one of my many friends from Kansas City that I've made over the week. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I might be like maybe the most famous guy right now in Kansas City uh, Chiefs Twitter. Well, maybe if they uh, if they have the uh, cojones, they can go ahead and and own up to who it was. Because, <laughs> I mean, God, hey, let me send an anonymous call while I just gave you my phone number in this day and age where we can look up that every Get the, come on, get out of here. Next. Oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I love it. I embrace the hate, honestly. I talked a lot of crap this week, Kenny King. And, man, I mean, did it backfire? Yeah. But do I love it? Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, it's See, and I stayed quiet this week. I was I was being good. You were kind of, you were, uh, you took my oh, role this week. Man, I was stirring the pot like hardcore. Hardcore. Hey, no, you weren't quiet. You chipped in on that little uh, hand-waving deal, too. A little bit. <laughs> but then somebody commented. They said, I know I know somebody who married their cousin. Their hu- or no, I knew somebody that married her cousin, and she's a Chiefs fan. So, I mean. Oh. Yeah, see? So you're just stating facts. Yeah. As <laughs> simple as that. <laughs> Weird. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? Oh, I know this uh, is. This is your boy, Dustin. Yep. Dustin. Um, yeah, that was really gut-wrenching. Um, those two picks by Carr, I don't even blame Carr for those because I thought both of them were passing your parents. Especially even the first one. It was a push-off. The, the DB's arms were extended out onto Williams. And yes, there was definitely a miscommunication. I don't think Williams ever saw that he audibled, even though re-watching the play, it was clear that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was just not on Carr. But a lot of, you know, Twitter warriors, of course, are already going after Carr. But whatever. <laughs> um, I hope, uh, Kenny, I hope your son's doing good. Yeah, I appreciate way, it. Uh, and on to the next one, I guess. I mean, I really, I'm not that down on the defense as much because Patrick Mahomes kind of does this to every defense in the league. I know there's a couple of games where he didn't play so well last year, but overall, the guy is just ridiculous. We can't really bash the defense too hard. Yeah, we're missing Abram, but I really don't think Abram really stops Mahomes. <laughs> He's not that kind of a safety. We really need that, you know, lights out, coverage, safety. We just haven't had that. That's Maybe this is the time to really consider, Raiders, I mean, should really consider trading for Fitzpatrick. Hmm. But we'll see what happens. Uh, You guys have a great one. 
I agree with the Minka Fitzpatrick thing, but now yeah. my only concern that I've had the last few days is, or whenever this all arose, um, like I said, I kind of lost track of my days because I've been in a coma, but um, <laughs> I, I believe he wants to play more corner than safety, right? Isn't that the his, his issue with his role on the I Dolphins? believe so, yeah. I think that's what the issue is. And that's, we don't really need that. I mean, after today, I think we need everything, but I mean, I guess for like tight end and stuff. Yeah. But we could have used them this week, not next week. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we got bigger corners that we could have put on Travis Kelsey too. That's, you know, yeah, yeah. we could put Trayvon Mullen on Kelsey. Yeah, you're right. One thing I'm going to do, Dustin, I'm going to get your approval first, but I might turn you into a, uh, a little sound drop. I need that little, uh, uh well on to the next one i guess <laughs> I need to turn that into a sound drop i want to drop that after every every week on to the next one i guess that's what i need i'm gonna i'm gonna crop out the voice right there and, and make that a sound drop yeah uh, do it <laughs> kenny king man uh we got two more phone calls here ah man let's uh let's take these suckers hi you can call me uh jc from the 906 um, so disappointing game. I yeah. think we all know that. Yeah. Yep. But honestly, what I'm more disappointed in is the Twitter reactions. <sighs> yeah. These people are harping all over our players who went out there and played till the end. People who don't know even what they're talking about, blaming all kinds of extra stuff on Carr and other players that were just doing the best of the situation they had. You know, this high-powered, high-octane offense the Chiefs has is very hard to stop. But, you know, we'll get to that later. I think we just need to focus back up to one-and-one start. That's not that bad if you think about it. Against the game, a lot of people didn't think we could win. But, you know, I'll point out, Back in the 2016 season when we went 12 and 4, we lost the Chiefs both times. So mm-hmm. I think we can still stay optimistic. Thanks. Bye. There we go. That was was it J- JC from the 906. Yep. First time caller sounds like. Um, good stuff. I like the optimism. Uh, exactly. It's only week two. Um, we can take you know the really good stuff from week one or the really bad stuff from week two, and hopefully week three levels out and we find what this team's really made of uh man yeah it's just you know kind of a yeah i guess you know a little bit of reality slapped in our face that we're not just going to be um even though we had this nice off season all these nice players put in uh we see this offense going into the second year into the same system uh it doesn't mean we're going to go in and we're just going to run things uh still got some kinks to work out and today we had a lot of kinks to work out so yeah that's my two cents yeah, I mean that's always a tough thing too after a short week, right? You know, you yeah. have a short week, you just you just played Monday night, you've got guys that are a little bit banged up, you're coming out, you lose your starting safety, um, you know, and you're going against this offense. I'm not making excuses for him, but I mean it's it's tough. It's it's tough. And you know, as professionals, you gotta bounce back and you gotta, you know, you gotta take take to the take to it and get to the game. But you know, yeah, the I think that Raider Nation is notorious for overreacting, um, you know, to say the least. And they want to blame 
something on on somebody at, at, at all times. And, you know, obviously, you know, the defense gave up 28 points in the second quarter, but, you know, this game fell on Carr's shoulders, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. Let's uh, let's take this last phone caller, and this is going to be a long one, so prepare. Okay, I'll get a pillow. <laughs> hey, Raiders, Cody. I've got a question and just more uh, comments on the game against the Chiefs. Um, Kenny's here, a too. Of, a lot of positives today. <laughs> Defense, you know, held McCombs. I don't know who this is. Is this uh, Central Valley Raider? You know, it's a big thing. Uh, number two, Chiefs are just that damn good, man. I mean, they're fast everywhere. Um, three, I think we just gave a blueprint to every every other team that we play. Our DBs are going to be busy for the rest of the year. And teams are not going to be afraid to go for it on three, on third and 20, third and 22 because of today. So uh, the positives... Um, again, D-line, linebackers, perfect man is balling out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the bad thing, uh, the communication between Carr and Williams on the interception, you know, it happens. Um, it was all out blitz and, you know, they just misread communication and, and Williams didn't go up for it. The one thing that really bothers me though is we talked about Gruden and Chucky and the snarl and everything, but. Man, he wussed out today. His Ooh. play calling went so flat. The guy doesn't have that mojo anymore, or I don't know. Maybe he's, I don't know what he's what he's doing, but it's, his play calling has got so, you know, just lackluster, complacent. You know, we, we score, and then all of a sudden we start playing this. I get the pounding. I get it. You want to keep McCombs off. But there's some times you got to, you have to attack. Um. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna stop you right there, because you got a super long phone call, and that's a good topic that I want to talk about actually. So I'm gonna stop you right there. So we're just gonna go ahead and we're gonna quit messing around, and we're gonna go and wrap this show up real quick with some real talk, Kenny King. You ready, man? Let's get it. Yeah, I mean, as far as Gruden's play calling, I, I think that there was some definitely flatness to it. Uh, one of the things that really stood out to me, and I, I know that I talked to you about this, Cody, is was when Carr broke for that first down and he dove yeah. and he flipped over and he went and he reached out for it and we were just a half a yard short and we punted the ball away. Yeah, That changed all of the momentum in the game. I think that right there, Carr set the tone. He said, hey, I'm going for it. Let's go. You want me to run? I'm running the ball. And I think that if we would have just pounded it and done a sneak, we would have gotten it. And I think that would have changed the whole tempo of the game, the whole momentum. Instead, it went another direction. I agree. I think there was two momentum changes in that game. That was one of them. Um, and I, I hit on Gruden's play calling a little bit at the beginning. Um, it seems like that's kind of been the whole Gruden era. Um, everything that comes out scripted at the beginning of the game looks pretty. Um, we have like some good plays drawn up. Everything goes great. Um, and then towards the end of the game, when things start getting, I don't want to say tough, but whenever things just start getting normal, uh, the play calling really falls flat. Like we just kind of like decide that there's going to be these sections in the game where we're just not going to call anything creative. We're just going to run some basic plays and hope that they work. And we'll mm-hmm. save the good plays for whenever we really need them and hope that they work. Um, I don't think that's the way that we attack this. I mean, I think you no. just kind of need to be firing on all cylinders all the time. 
um, unleash. I mean, unless we're just not quite there yet. Um, I get it, but um, at the same time, yeah, that that diving uh, first down. I mean, that was 2016 Saints esque diving first down play. Yeah, I think we go for that. I think we absolutely go for that. And then the other one is, um, I know the check to that one on one ball and Tyrell to Tyrell in the end zone that Dustin brought up. Um, I knew that that was a check to Tyrell Williams watching the television. I knew it. Like, I'm sitting there watching TV going, oh, he's throwing a jump ball. And Tyrell didn't know that. I'm like, well, crap. Okay, so that takes, I think, automatically the blame off DC. But even at that point, I think you'd take the check out. I mean, everyone says, I I understand, you know, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, which it is definitely the safer way to do it. Um, But there was no Josh Jacobs in that game. Um, He had pulled himself out a couple times because of cramps. Um, and that was one of the times that was, uh, he had just checked himself out right before that play. Um, cause he was cramping up and, uh, we had, I think, uh, Deandre Washington in there, which I mean, he can, you know, rumble and tumble in there, but that's not necessarily somebody I'm going to rely on, uh, you know, to give me a couple solid downs to push into the end zone. So, uh, I mean, big momentum shifters, man. It was rough. Yeah. And I think when you look at, you know, you look at the matchup and, you know, matchup wise Williams would have had that you know in that jump ball in the end zone yeah. that's that's a play design for him I think that you know it's unfortunate that he didn't see the check um you know obviously you know that's what you practice and that's what you go back and work on um but that, that's what we that we look at going forward it's it, it as I take it back it's week two it's not week 15 it's not week 16 we're not you know, we're not sitting on the cusp of the playoffs or, you know, we're not, you know, at that midpoint where it's like, okay, well, you know, are we going to be something or are we not going to be something? We're two weeks in. Okay. We beat the Broncos. We beat them handedly. You know, Derek Carr went out there. He was firing all cylinders. The defense was lights out. This next week, things were a little bit different. It's a better team. That's what happens. Now, how do you adjust? You go in there, you look at tape, you look at film, you see what you need to do to get better. You go in, you make the adjustments. You look at the you look at the play calling. You need to be a little bit more aggressive. You look at the personnel. You know, Jalen Richard. I don't know what he's been doing, man. This guy, he he, he looks reminiscent of what he did back in 2017. Uh, he's yeah. not he's not playing with the same fire, the same enthusiasm. Um, you know, he's he fumbled again. Um, you know, he's, you're just not seeing the same player. So, you know, you look at the personnel of what you have and, you know, this is where you can make some adjustments, you know, Ryan Grant, same thing. You know, I I saw a lot of things from him that were very disappointing, Um, you know, and and JJ Nelson just can't get healthy. So I I would expect to see a little more Keelan Doss. I'd expect to see Tyrell Williams step up. Uh, Renfro had a couple drops, you know, that was uncharacteristic of him. You know, I think that everybody was just a little bit flat. And you can't be flat in this league. You can't be flat in this division where really the wild card spot right now is up for grabs. We know the Chiefs are probably going to win the division. The wild card spot is up for grabs in this division. Yeah. And between me and you and everybody else that's already listened to the beginning of this episode by now, um, I already dubbed Ryan Grant uh, like a, another Seth Roberts. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a knock on him. But that's just yeah. kind of, I guess, the player he's going to be right now. He's got those certain plays drawn up for him. Uh, but he needs to make some of those catches, man. I mean, God, man, he had a pretty bad drop today. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the easiest catch to make, but um, you got to make those catches, man. Um, it's one of those things. But uh, Kenny King, we got a matchup coming up against the Vikings. 
Um, and as someone said, uh, who was it? Was it Denny? Was it our first phone caller? Denny Verducci? Um, yeah. Stated, uh, yeah, man, uh, we beat the Vikings this week. Two and one looks pretty dang good. Um, yeah. and Kenny King, you're going to be joining a Blue Wire Family podcast this week, uh, Bleeding Purple. Uh, yeah. So we got a pretty big week coming up here against the Vikings. Uh, do you want to send a message to Raider Nation for these Vikings uh, 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 matchup? <laughs> yeah, Raider Nation. Look, we got a lot of history with these Vikings, okay? We went back in Super Bowl eleven and we beat the brakes off them. So the Viking fans, I already don't like us because we took away their only hope of, of winning. So now we need to go back in here. We need to go in and we need to take these Vikings by the horns, grab the little beards, take them, spin them, turn around, take that hat, stick it sideways, shine it up real nice, and put it up there, Rudy Poot, candy ass, Skull Raiders. And that's how we wrap up the week. Um, coming up to the end of the episode, I'll knock it a lie, guys. Glad I made it through it because I'm feeling like crap right now. It was not a good weekend. Not a good uh, Raiders game at all to top this thing off. Um, it sucks. It really sucks whenever we get to this point, um, especially trying to produce a podcast like this um, because it's no fun. It really isn't. Um, this, this is where you lose a lot of your motivation because as a Raiders fan, you know what do you fuel yourself off of? A Raiders win, right? I mean, for the most part, after the loss, I didn't even want to talk. My wife after the game is almost sounding like a vested vet Raiders fan. Like she's furious. She's pissed. She's like asking me like all these questions and I'm like not wanting to talk. She's like, what are you going to say on your podcast? I'm like, I know what I'm going to talk about. I just don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about this game. Don't ask me any questions. I'm just not very happy. And it's not, you know, I mean, I got to come on here and I got to talk to you guys about it. I got to give you my honest opinion. I got to spill the beans. Um, but it's hard because as a fan, Normally, I wouldn't want to. I'm going to go to work tomorrow. People are going to want to talk about this, and I'm not going to want to talk to them about it. It's just that's how it is. You lose the motivation. So I appreciate you guys tuning in still. Um, for those that are listening, uh, do me a favor. What helps our podcast is uh, giving us a rating and a review, um, a five-star review. Give us a little rating if you appreciate the show. If you don't, don't leave a rating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, for real, make sure you check out even Kenny King on Bleeding Purple. That's the name of the podcast, Bleeding Purple. I think they're recording Monday, so it'll probably drop sometime during the week. So maybe as a reminder on my bonus episode, um, I'll remind you guys to listen in on their podcast, Bleeding Purple. Uh, you'll be talking about the Raiders matchup. And depending on how things go, I might even bring them on here on my bonus episode and we'll talk some matchup stuff too. Uh, we'll see how that goes. That's all in the works. Um, I take things episode by episode. Things kind of surprise me now. So, uh, guys, thanks for sticking through this crazy episode after this crazy uh, bummer week, crazy bummer game. But uh, you know what? We can still flip this thing around. It's just one game. That's it. It's just one game. We're one and one, 50-50 split. Our fate can still be decided. We need to get back to work. We need to keep doing our job as fans motivating players stay off twitter stay off all the negative things that you like to just like light people up about um or light players up about stay off all that um stay positive be fans that's what we are man we're fanatics that's what we do we cheer for players we don't drag them down maybe on other teams but not our own so raider nation till next week i'll see you guys
have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.